friends, how's it going? It's Tiffany Pratt. This is my love jam. I know it's wild to think that I have a podcast all about love, but let me tell you, even though I'm a designer, creative director, creative person, artist, author, TV, whatever, there's absolutely nothing that I've ever done in my life that has been more important than bringing love into everything that I've ever done. And this is a podcast all about that. I have met miraculous, cool, incredible people along the way, and I want to introduce you to some of them. I want to talk to you about my journey. I want to share some of the things that I've learned. And more than anything in the whole world, I don't want you to feel alone. As a creative person, I want us to feel like a powerful community of supportive friends that can turn to each other and know that no matter what, we've got each other's back. So that's what the Love Jam's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's get down in the middle of it. Let's uncover it. Let's see all of its colors. And let's jam. Let's jam about love. That's the love jam. Holy shit, Coco. We're freaking taping season two of the love jam. We are. Holy shit. Guys, what's up? We're back for season two, and I can't believe it. You know, throwing the spaghetti against the wall for season one last year, and we're back again because you're listening, and because you love it, and you want to tune in, and you're here. So, holy cow. Just picture me wrapping my arms around you, listener, friend, person, in pure gratitude that you're here and that you want to tune into what we're saying here on the love jam and what's going down and how we want to spread love vis-a-vis the the ear into your life so this is me tiffany pratt signing in i'm just going to tell you of a few changes here at the love jam hq coco has upgraded our sound system (laughs) um we've got these comfy new big chairs we're sitting in with backs to them and we're no longer on the floor and we're no longer under a tent but um, Poppy's still here, Poppy the Wonder Wiener Dog. Um, so you might hear her in the background. But today, as in most first episodes that we did, and I say most as in the second time we've done this, <laughs> but the last Love Jam, I started the season with just a single show of me talking to you, and that seemed to be the one that really resonated the most. So I wanted to start off this new second season with the same love from my heart to yours. That's just pure flow, pure talk of things that I think are percolating right now, that I think are present time questions, um, things I think are relevant to my heart, to yours. Um, And that topic is timing and preparation and going for it. I can't think of something more important to talk about today than timing because this world that we live in is so fast. You know, we all are instantly gratified with how we're getting food and how we're making it through the day, how we're accomplishing all these tasks and how all these apps and internet options help us achieve this high-paced life and God knows I partake in some of it. 
but I never want us to forget the divine timing of life and how things are intended, in my opinion, to show up just when they need to, when you're ready to take on the next level or the next task of your life. And that because we see things flooding into our lives so easily, so quickly, um, and maybe so effortlessly than maybe they once did before by way of Uber Eats or Uber itself or Amazon or Instagram. Things are flooding at us all the time. We can just jump in the car, order some food. You forgot Tinder. Oh, Tinder, Jesus, Coco. <laughs> Coco doesn't want us to forget about getting laid, which is all about Tinder. Thanks, Cokes. No problem. Yeah, just trying to keep it real. Thanks for that. I swear to God, this is going to turn into like a Dave Letterman. <laughs> what was the dude's name? The did Who's his sidekick? Look that shit up. Why am I blanking Paul on Schaefer. Paul Schaefer? Yeah. You're my Paul Schaefer. All right. <laughs> um, so let's get back to it. So we have all these things quickly flooding towards us. But sometimes the elements, the businesses, the people, the circumstances, the timing of our lives goes at a different pace. And often I think we don't slow ourselves down as human beings to our natural regulated pace to allow ourselves to calibrate to our own timing and then allow the things that are to flood towards us to also calibrate towards us in their own timing. And why I think this is such an important thing to talk about is because I do not believe that there is any secret to success. I believe that everything comes when you're ready and that everything you do every day counts as a step towards you being prepared for the next thing you're about to achieve, do, learn, and give to the world. So if you take a step back out of yourself and you allow yourself the quiet minutes to just breathe and settle into the achievements, the crappy day, the stuff you got done, the stuff you didn't get done, and you just know that it's all gonna happen, and maybe not as quickly as some other things will, but it will happen when it's supposed to and you're gonna be ready. And this is something that is so important for everybody because every day is laced with a morsel of education for our spirits and for our souls. And that every day we have an opportunity to arrive in each moment to really look at the people around us who are angels and advisors and teachers and messengers to something that's important for us to take in that moment that day and put towards our goals and our dreams and our lives and the way we are in the world. Right down to somebody that's, I remember I was at an art fair last week and I was standing in the art fair and there was this man who I think had some marbles loose and he was walking through the fair through the crowds of people and at the top of his lungs he was singing all you need is love and he was literally going all you need is love and he was just giving it and he didn't care who was listening to him but in that moment 
I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that song. And that day he was one of my messengers and I really appreciated it. So I urge you today to start taking stock of everything that's happening in your life and really being grateful for everything, the good and the bad. And for understanding that those things are so vital to our growth, so vital to our understanding of ourselves and our place in this world so that we can take those things, digest them and put them back out into the world as something better than how we found them. And these are things that we don't often think about because we're moving so quickly. So some practice that I love to share with people is that I end each day taking stock of how my day was and very quickly what got accomplished and who was a part of me getting those things done. And this is such a beautiful practice because it usually takes anywhere between five and 15 minutes depending on the day. And I just shoot off an email or a text message or a phone call to people who are part of my day and I thank them for giving me the opportunity to do what I do or helping me get there or being such a beautiful hand of help to getting a goal accomplished. It can be something so small, but when you start to really look into the minutia of how your days get done and who shows up for you and who's there, you learn who your teammates are. You learn who's in your corner and then you learn who is gonna be a part of your inner circle to that service in the world that's going to make your dreams come true. So I'm all about acknowledging not only the people, but the circumstances, and sometimes even negative circumstances that can help us gather clues to where we should and should not go. And using keywords like yes, or keywords like no, that help us guide not only those, but ourselves around the things that will get us to where we need to go in a true passionate form. One of my favorite things this year, since I last left you during Love Jam season one, was um, having to really relook at life. And that's why I wanted to talk about timing because last year I felt like my life was moving at warp speed. And if I was to take a glance at the 22 trips and the 52 weeks that I traveled and the places that I had to be and the things that needed to be accomplished and the items I needed to be accountable for and, 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 and. I was exhausted. So when I ran into 2019, I knew I had to play this year differently. And I wanted to trust the timing of my life. And I wanted to trust that I knew when to say yes, and I knew when to say no. And that's very, very hard. When you work for yourself, especially in the beginning part of your business, you almost never say no because you wanna take everything that comes your way because you're just so excited about everything that's coming and it's part of the learning. It's just to throw yourself into the water and see how far you can swim. And I'm certainly not saying that I'm so deep into business that I have the ability to say no, but I certainly have decided to put myself first for the first time in my life and to really deeply understand 
my limits and to know when to really understand what no felt like in my body. Because what's happened when I started to create space for myself and when I knew how to say no for things or two things that didn't feel right, I realized that divine timing would step in and something really wonderful would present itself. And somehow life, as I've always said it would to those when I'd be doing my talks and things like this, that I always feel like life looks like a patchwork quilt. And every day we show up, we add a stitch or a piece of fabric to that beautiful quilt. And that each time we show up in our lives and we do a little hunting and gathering, we keep adding and adding and adding. And then eventually we have this beautiful, cozy work of art that we can envelop ourselves in. So today, I would love to inspire you to close your eyes and to understand what yes feels like in your body and what no feels like. And to really get honest with yourself about how you feel about what you're doing so that you can get yourself just that one step further towards the truth of what you love. Because that is what this love jam is all about, is really understanding what you love. Because if you understand what you love, then you understand what your service is in this world. And then you're putting that goodness out there and you're helping people and you're changing lives. And I don't care what your service is. It doesn't need to be creative. But for me, I don't know how to be anything else but creative. So the creative life is how I choose to live. But if you're out there and you don't feel like a creative life is for you, that's cool. But know that whatever it is you're doing, I just hope that you can find the love in your heart and that you can put that love and that consciousness towards your decisions, how you interact with others, how you get through your day, and how you feel gratitude for everything that happened, good and bad. How does that feel, guys? Do you, do you dig that? Do you dig it? Coco, what, what was that thing that guy said? I feel that. I feel that. This dude came to Coco's studio and listened to some musical riff he just put together. And uh, he listened to it and he said, hey, Coco, I feel that. And I just want you guys to feel that. Because that's what it's all about, is feeling. As soon as we shut off that valve of feeling, we're no longer connected to the life rhythm that pushes us through each day, that helps us feel alive. And love makes us feel alive. And love is the most important emotion that we can tap into within our bodies because it makes us feel better. It makes us look brighter and it makes us better people. Universal energy surrounds us every day. And I'm about to get all woo-woo hippie on your ass because this is just who I am. But universal energy is a wealth and a supply that is informing us every day and sort of nudging us along the path to showing us who we really are. And if that's too much for you, that's cool. But if somebody would have told me 15 years ago that this would be my life, I would have laughed in your friggin' face because I would never have believed that this is what I'm supposed to do. But all along, if I was to take a glance now 
and take stock at the choices I've made and the things that I've done and the stuff I've enjoyed and the things that lit me up and the things that I would always constantly look at or be inspired by or be interested in. It really should have been no surprise to me that this life, this creative life, doing what I'm doing with commercial spaces, residential spaces, TV shows, um, helping people, writing things, creating things, working on product design, mixing and mastering old and new. None of these are new themes in my life. I just didn't know how they were gonna culminate into a job. But I think you start humbly from some small seed of opportunity. And from that small, humble seed of opportunity comes incredible further chances and opportunities that just keep growing and growing and growing. And those are chances when you start saying yes. So the no is when to know when it's not good to move. And then the yes is, I'm just gonna fucking do it because I'm gonna learn something. And I'm gonna step into this even though I feel above it. Or I'm gonna step into this even if it doesn't feel like it's entirely what I wanna do. Or I'm gonna step into this because I wanna work with this person. Or I'm gonna step into this because I have nothing to lose. And that's something that you always have to remember is that even if something isn't an exact replica of what you want, there's something within it that's going to inform something else that's so important for you later in your life. So start, just begin. It doesn't matter what it looks like, just get your feet wet and move. Velocity is something that I have firmly believed in. The path of least resistance the theory of constant motion. I love the idea that I'm always creating an energetic vortex around myself through choices and decisions so that I'm always building up an energy around myself and my business so that I'm constantly moving, changing, thinking, creating so that no matter what, I'm always ready with the next sidestep of something else that I can do that is not only helping someone, but it's inspiring me. So the best way to get there, friends, is freaking pen to paper. If you saw my antiquated grandma ways, you would see that although I have gotten somewhat tech savvy, I am entirely analog. I love putting pen to paper. I do not like lines, so I buy these oversized blank notebooks. And I always use Sharpies, and I have always been this way. And this is where I record my ideas, my thoughts, lists, my to-dos, sketches of things that I want to create, places I want to go. These books are things that I write client notes in, work notes in, personal notes in. And what I've always found over the years is if enough time has passed and I have just enough time to start looking through them because I keep them like a crazy hoarder, I notice that these notebooks come to life. I notice that these sketches become realities. I notice that these checklists are done. I notice that these people are still in my life and we're still friends. Or these clients are still reoccurring and we're still creating things together. Or those dreams have only gotten bigger and better. So don't be afraid to constantly be writing things down, making lists, holding yourself accountable for your dreams. And don't let things slide. Don't let even the smallest things slide. I'm all about being quiet and trusting universal flow and trusting yourself and understanding your yes and your no. But I absolutely want to encourage you to always dig deep inside of yourself, 
because you're the only one person that's ever going to make anything happen. You can't rely on anybody to hold things up for you. You always have to learn how to hold them up for yourself. And if you can do that one beautiful gift, which is always creating a special safe place for yourself, your business and your soul to land, knowing always that everything will be okay, you've done a beautiful service for your life. Because that's what I think I do most often, is always give myself a soft place to land, knowing I had done my best. I do my best, I've done my best. So show up for yourself. Don't show up for someone else. Don't show up to prove something. Don't show up to be the best. Don't show up because you're trying to show off to someone else or have this many things or that many things or flex because nobody fucking cares. What you should care about is how you feel and how you're making a difference in the world. And if that's covered, you got it made. So don't start looking out, look in. Don't look around and compare. Don't feel bad because someone else is further along than you are because it doesn't matter. You're on a totally different journey. The things that you want to do, the capabilities within your heart, the things that you're able to achieve, those are all very different things than anybody else, which is the coolest thing ever because you've got your own magic sauce. No one's ever going to be able to slap that shit on anything like you will. You have your own special sauce. So you have to take great strength and confidence understanding that that special sauce is just what you're just going to keep perfecting all the time. You're just going to keep adding new ingredients and so no one else can figure out the recipe. That's the cool thing about life. The older we get, the, the more complex our recipe becomes, the more invaluable we become to the world because we're doing some cool shit. So accountability to yourself is something I wanted to dig into today. Because if we're trusting divine timing and we're accountable to ourselves, then we're halfway there, no matter what it is that we want to do and what it is that we want to achieve. And then the last thing, are you ready? Freaking go for it. Just go for it. What do you got to lose? Nothing. Have a backup plan, start super small, whatever it is that you want to do and just do it. You don't have to worry about stuff being all flashy and polished and logoed up. You just got to start. Get a little table, get a workspace, get on the computer, go to the library, go to a coffee shop, write, show up, take the course. I don't give a shit. Just do something that lights you up inside. Taking the baby step towards that one thing that you really want to do. Because we have built this huge empire in our heads that maybe doesn't even exist and we've talked ourselves out of it five ways from Sunday because we look at it as this big monster that we'll never be able to achieve but if you don't take the first step you'll never get there and if you don't just start with humble beginnings and work from the ground up and know what it's all about then you'll never know what it's going to take it's all about understanding who you are and what your service is and what you want that business to look like. And if you don't involve yourself with the small minutia and the inner workings of how you want everything to be and feel and activate and sound and move like, 
it won't feel like something that you have orchestrated yourself. One of the greatest things that we could ever do is empower ourselves to ask questions, be inquisitive, be curious, want to know, how does this work? How does that go? Challenge things. Why are people doing that when it could be done like this? And don't be afraid to step out of the norm to run your business or do something differently. Power comes through curiosity. Power comes through challenging the way things have always been done in order to do things differently. Power comes from choosing yourself and your goals and your dreams over what you've been told you should do. Power comes from following the inner light within yourself to know that you are going to do this. So start small, understand the basics, understand who's involved in what they need to do. Understand that those things are always going to change and understand that things are always going to evolve. There's always going to be something newer, faster, bigger, stronger to learn as each growing year passes in who you are as a person, as an individual, as a business owner, as a creator, as a maker, as a being on this planet. Things will always change. But within that impermanence, we stay fueled by our own fire. We stay fueled by our own curiosity to do things our way, to put our service into the world, to stay accountable to ourselves, to write down our goals and our dreams, to trust and stay quiet within this busy life, to trust divine timing, to know that things are coming at us, sometimes at warp speed and sometimes not soon enough, but certainly when they're intended so that we can activate and be as we are supposed to be. How does that feel? My next question is, how do you want to leave the world? How do you want to leave the meeting? How do you want to sign off on the email? How do you want to write the card? How do you want to drive out of the parking lot? How do you want to hug that person? How do you want to kiss goodbye? How do you want to arrive at every moment in your life and what is the lasting impression that you want that feeling to be? Because if that's always on your mind, then you are creating change. And you're not only creating change, but you're creating your own personal stamp and your own impression on this world that is all your own. So every decision that you make along the way to your goals and your dreams and your life and the decisions and the things that you want, you are offered style signatures of things that are completely your own. So things I'm going to recommend is letting the other driver in, hugging someone goodbye. And if you can, give them a Hollywood kiss. If you want to, handwrite the letter. And when you're signing off the email, Make sure you've double checked it for any spelling mistakes and certainly maybe try to say love instead of best. And most definitely when you leave the meeting, try to make sure that those vibes are high. And when you've walked off the job, just make sure that that place is better than how you found it. These are some TP tips, some Tiffany Pratt hot tips on love jamming through the day because that's how you be love 
jamming through the day. Conscious steps to making your days brighter. Because if you're putting that in the bank, you're going to be getting so much more out. You're going to be surprised by this wellspring of love that's going to come showering down on top of you like a glitter shower of goodness and freaking iridescent, swirly, omnipresent, angel wingish auric love. But you could call it whatever you want. But that shit's just going to shower down on top of you and you're just going to be like a Timothee commercial and you're going to be under the freaking waterfall of love and you are going to be basking in that shit in your life not every day but a lot of the days okay so let's talk about something my uh childhood was very different than most but i had two very wild eccentric parents that were really forward thinkers. Um, my father being one of them who's no longer with us, but he had some favorite things. And one of them was a poem by Rudyard Kipling called If. And we had that poem. Um, it was hugely printed on this beautiful paper in gold and very ornately framed in our household. Um, and as a child, I would read this and I didn't know really what it meant as a kid. Some of the words didn't really make sense. And then as I got older, I remember reciting this uh, verbatim. We had to remember and recite a poem in 12th grade English class. And I remember reciting this and then bursting into tears at the end of it because I think towards the end of my high school career, I finally understood what this poem meant. So if you've never read the poem, If by Rudyard Kipling, nestle up, buckle up, let's get real, let's tune in, here we go. I'm going to recite it to you in the best way I can um, from my heart to yours and I love it the most. So it starts like this. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowances for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated, don't give away to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves, to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to, broken, and stoop to build them up with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it all on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they're gone. And so hold on when there's nothing in you except the will in which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, then yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And what is more, you'll be a man, my son. I get goosebumps every single time because there's so much in it. 
There's so much in that that makes up what it's like to be a human on this planet. And there's so much forgiveness that we have to give ourselves for just being and experiencing and doing and just giving it the best we've got. We're always gonna make mistakes, but we have to forgive ourselves and others for not being perfect beings because we're all just giving it the one shot. But there's so much beautiful, humble forgiveness and humanity in that poem that I love. So let's not forget always on the journey to our being, to our doing, to our building, to our creating, that we are truly just little human beings on this big whirling planet that's blazing around the sun. And we're all these little specks of dust just sprinkling our little magic fairy dust. And that really keeps things simple. And that really keeps things basic. We have, and if we're lucky, the ability to close our eyes and wake up the next morning and do it all over again. And that's the gift, is the ability to wipe a clean slate, tabula rasa, start again, and begin each day anew. If I can tell you what's coming up this season on The Love Jam, I will tell you that we're gonna talk with one of my new friends about meditation. And that's something that I will always highly recommend is some quiet time with yourself and your soul. We're gonna be talking to another friend about the planet Earth. We're gonna be talking about style and design. We're gonna be talking to my mom. We have so many awesome, great, amazing guests planned this season. and I'm so excited to share it with you. And more importantly than anything, I just want the season to be chock full of inspiration so that every time you so graciously spend your minutes with me, you leave them feeling more alive. You leave them feeling more human and you leave these podcasts feeling like you can do it and you can do anything. So this podcast makes me feel joy. And when I close my eyes and I assign a color to the Love Jam, I always see this beautiful peachy pink because it's like my heart bursting, my heart beating from this little microphone on this stuffy little chair to you. So don't be afraid to close your eyes and think of how you feel and assign a color to that feeling and then surround yourself with those colors to keep that feeling alive around you when your eyes are open because that's something that I often do. And I think that that's why people call me a technicolor force is because I'm always surrounding myself with color and it's certainly not to be peacockish. It's more to feel the things on the external that I see on the internal. And that's what this world is all about is to be an expression on the external of how we look and feel and see and synthesize the world on our internal. So it's gonna be a great season, man. We are gonna chock-a-block this business hard. I've got my, my partner in crime here, Coco, who has truly upped the ante this year with the Love Jam vibes, not only with the technicals, but with the whole setup. So I love you, Coco. Thank you so much. Thank you. Coco's also gonna be one of our guests. And always Delta Faucets, my God, we wouldn't be here without you, Delta, because you so graciously, Delta Faucets Canada loves the uh, Tiffany Pratt Love Jam. So they have 100% backed us this year to keep the love alive and keep these good positive vibes going out into the world. 
And so again, without Delta Faucets Canada, there would be no Love Jam and this would not be possible. So without our friends, without our families, without our surrounding tribe of supporters, good things are not possible. But when we all team together, my God, possibilities are freaking endless. So close your eyes and let me just beam some love into your heart. So close them up, close your eyes. And this is me just sending so much love to you. Pure gratitude for your time. Sending you into your night, your afternoon, or your morning with pure energy, with pure form, pure form light that's going to enthuse and invigorate your being, your home, your existence as this big ball of light that will envelop you, keep you strong, keep you safe, and keep you moving forward in the direction of your dreams. So I will see you on the next episode. But until then, freaking I love you. Coco, do you love these people? I love the people. You love the peoples. Coco and I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs>